Welcome to the LLBR Podcast. This is your host, Sean. I'm back from a long, long hiatus. Had to take a little break, man. I had to figure out the direction of the show I wanted to go. Nigga became a father, an official father in the way. So, you know what I'm saying? Nigga been a little bit busy doing that shit, but I'm back. You know what I'm saying? I decided to take another another direction just because I stepped into another lane. You know what I'm saying? Trying to be a little life coach or some shit. So, you know, we're going to have guests on for every episode. And it's going to be tailored to every guest. You know what I'm saying? It's really their show. I'm just here to guide them through the show. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, y'all fuck with it. You want to be a guest, you want to send an email, I have all the information out for you. But it's going to get a crack in. My first guest on the return show is... How are you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing? I'm good. It's been a busy day. Yeah, me too. Been running errands. Yeah, you you had us late because you had to do some eye weave. That's eye weave. My bad, my bad, but, you know, I got to make money somehow. I understand. You know what I'm saying? They they say use what you got to get what you want. Exactly. So, you know, I guess this is a step before OnlyFans, right? You said before OnlyFans. Boy, get out. (laughs) It's a step before OnlyFans. Do do the lashes. Look, it was on the list. I'm not even going to lie to you. It was on the list. But I got them legs, man. You know what I'm saying? Just post your legs and some ball shorts and folks going to buy this shit. I'm weak, but there is people out there like that who yeah. spend a couple dollars on what uh, it is they fetishize. I got a homegirl right now. She don't she don't do on the fans, but she sell like used drawers. And I was like, Oh, they do. I don't know. I, huh? They do that for real? Yeah, used drawers like that. It's funny because I can't knock the hustle, but it, it saddens me to know that it's men out here just going outside and buying drawers. Yeah, I mean, whatever floats they boat, I can't do it. That shit is disgusting. First of all, <laughs> I'm just saying, man, just your old draws, man. Just know you, you know how you just, you know, buy a new a whole batch. Just send them out the old, the old. I guess. I mean, if that's how you make your money, then yeah. Like play those, like play those closets. Just sell your old clothes. Don't nobody be buying used drawers at Plato's Closet though. That's the thing. Hey man, it's it's different kinks for different folks, man. Look, look. I don't judge the soul. Do them. You said what? I let them do them. That's on them. I'm just just trying to help you get a little money. That's all. (laughs) That's all. I'm here. I'm here to uplift people in all ways. I don't judge nobody for what they do outside of no fuck shit. But you know, other than that. I mean, if you making some money, you ain't harming nobody. And here, that's a service because you making somebody's day. You know what? That's a good way to look at it, though. See, you got to find a silver line. You're making <laughs> someone's day with your day-old draws. Well. You know what I'm saying? Go jogging. You know what I'm saying? Damn, look. Nah, <laughs> I can't. Man, I don't act like you know, I ain't even want to do nothing strange for a little piece of change. Everybody say no. To the, to to a good number hit. I'm weak. That's to a good number so hit. Nasty. Let a let a nigga walk up to you right now. I'm give you a thousand for the drawers you got on right now. You take them hoes off. Oh yeah, most definitely. Give me that exactly. bike. <laughs> exactly. Like I said, cause I be thinking about cause I remember I was younger. Man, I used to watch like the little bang brush shit, the porn shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, can that shit really happen? Then I got older and realized that unfortunately, like women can't really be bought. So you really can <laughs> do some shit like that on like some real shit. You just be like, look, bro, I got five hundred dollars right now. What's up? 
Okay, you can't do five, I got a thousand. Like you're gonna eventually hit a number to make the motherfucker like, all right, cool. Yeah, as long as they got that money. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I tell them, you know, they had on like them Facebook, they had on like outrageous ass numbers for a trillion dollars. Would you do this? Like, obviously, bro. This shit ain't a challenging question. <laughs> ain't no question about it for a trillion. What do you mean? Yeah, they were like, well, if you can get seven hundred million, would you jog for three miles? And man, look, bro, I do this shit for a thou out. No problem. Easy. For real. <laughs> I walk, bro, my ass out of shape, so I'm probably going to walk there three minutes, but still, it's an easy thousand. I'm weak. They said yeah, jog, you not walk. You said what? They said jog, not walk. I mean, I can do a little job. You know what I mean? They ain't going to make the time go faster. I ain't got no problem. It's easy thousand, man. True. I'll make that right now. <laughs> See? I told you one step from OnlyFans, bro. <laughs> You one step. One step. The one that I'm missing is the will. The will to do it. That's what I'm missing. I mean, normally that comes from from like being like back against the wall for some people. Some people aspire to that shit. That's that's what's gonna be funny. Is that it's gonna be a, a whole generation of chicks or and dudes that's gonna aspire like bro, I'm gonna get on OnlyFans. No, it's basically it's basically a strip club for people to get anxiety. I'm dead. But the thing is, I heard that they about to revamp OnlyFans and make it more mainstream. So they about to cut all that extra out. I mean, it'll be another site to for. I mean, originally it didn't start off like that. It didn't start off with six, but this what made it popular. Right. So if they want their bread, they gonna continue to let folks do what the fuck they want to do. I mean, you can you can make OnlyFans giant and get on there and play the guitar if all you wanted to. Honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's really for whatever you want, but you know, for little freaks got on there. That's the way they make money. Look, they, they ain't got no, they ain't had no nigga touching all along in the strip club and shit. So, yeah, that's true. It's safer. You in the comfort of your home. Exactly. You you got you get the block motherfuckers instead of third. So, I mean, hey, yeah, we don't see what they do to the to the website. If they keep it how it is, or if they gonna yeah. evolve and. Make it more yeah. kid friendly. Who knows? Ladies, if you need an OnlyFans manager, hit my hit my line. How much you charging? Man, just a little five percent, bro. I don't even try to bush your head. It's gonna be secondary income. I'm gonna promote you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you out here. Hey, well that's put you nice. Exactly. I ain't everybody to make their money. I ain't doing no work. I'm just managing. Right, but with your platform, you bringing a whole nother group of audience to them. Exactly, but, but the thing about it, they audience grow, then I can have them to inverse put their audience back into me. Mm-hmm. So I don't have a lot of the dude, the male followers. Like a lot of women be asking me, ask these yeah. questions. I want to know what the niggas gonna sound like, bro. I don't really get the type of interaction. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe because you too real. I, that, but I also just don't have a lot of dudes. I don't want to follow a lot of dudes. Like my. Facebook and Twitter and all this shit was built when I was a hoe, so mm. it's just a lot of women there just because I like looking at women and talking to women, and, you know what I'm saying? So, then it's just like niggas just don't they niggas just don't be wanting to cooperate on like some real topics and shit. Like the shit I talk about in a way, you know what I'm saying? If I ain't putting down a woman or the shit that y'all do, and I don't put down women, I just hold women accountable, just like I hold niggas accountable. Right, but I just noticed the difference 
or when niggas decide to come in and when they don't. And you know what I'm saying? So that's why I don't really like, you know what I'm saying, fool with a lot of dudes. Like my circle is tight, you know what I'm saying? Because the shit that it's a lot of niggas be on, I just can't really rock with. That's understandable. And it's better that way, to be honest. You don't need all them people in your life. I mean, it's good to have friends and associates and things like that, but too many people, that that shit can get out of control. You got snakes and it's just a headache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I tell you, first all the time, man, being popular is, is overrated. Yeah, it is. That shit overrated. So, you know what I'm saying? We gonna go ahead and get into it. So, you were telling me about, well, you posed the question about, you know what I'm saying, toxic parents and how it affects you. So, tell us your story, sis. Well, it's a long story. I mean, I, I, you know, ain't really been through too, too much, but it's been enough for me to handle, you know, because everybody goes to their own things and everybody's different they handle things yeah but anyway so uh my grandparents raised me Mm -hmm. um from when i was you know baby on up um my mom she's always been in my life but it has always been like this in and out type of thing and you know my dad same thing pretty much um but I see more of my mom, you know, and the relationship that I have with her is like the worst out of, you know, many people that I've came across in my lifetime. Like, and that includes niggas that did me wrong or whatever. Like she, she takes the icing on the cake. And I guess it's because like, that's my blood, you know, and sometimes blood just do you so damn dirty sometimes. I don't understand, but. Well, you know, I mean, they they regular people, man. You know what I'm saying? They they regular people just like anybody else. Like we we sold folks sold us this dream that family is different. Like now nah, they just regular motherfuckers with their own motives and mm-hmm. shit like that too. So yeah, and that's one thing I do understand that she's been through her trauma, you know, and some people can't, you know, um break through that. And they just continue it on, you know. But uh, yeah, the relationship between me and her, we've 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 always butted heads. I see her more as a sister than anything, because like I said, my grandparents raised me. Right. Um, but have my my childhood was pretty decent, you know. Like I said, mm-hmm. my grandparents did a, a fantastic job raising me um, to their best ability. Uh, my mom, she had me really young. And so that's one thing that I think um, comes with it. Uh, she yeah. wasn't ready to be a mom. So, you know, she was 18. That's a lot of people's stories. Yeah. 18, yeah. So she wanted to live. Yeah, she wasn't even old enough, mature enough, really, for the thing. Not saying that other women didn't step up properly, but it's, it's different. Between having a kid at a mature level at 18 and having a kid at a mature level at like 30. Exactly. Especially when you ain't lived your life and you probably had all these big plans and shit. And mm. the thing about having kids, you got to be selfless. You know what I'm saying? You can't be selfish, really. And so you still trying to do your thing. It really ain't going to it ain't gonna work out too well. Right. So, yeah. Uh, yes, sir. <clears throat> Go ahead. She tried to be that parent, you know, she wanted to have that relationship that I have with 
uh, my granddad and what I had with my grandmother, she wanted to be that person. And, you know, I would always try to give her that chance because I'm I'm one of the super forgiving type. And I feel like that comes, you know, with her and my relationship um, mm -hmm. will she'll basically feel like she's you know, ready to be that mom. And then she'll come into my life. We'll live together. And, you know, she would do things and say things that you shouldn't do and say to your children. Like, yeah. I shouldn't be. Um, and, and, and it's mostly because of the things that she went through during that time. She was just so frustrated and so depressed. Mm -hmm. And she took that out on, you know, me and my brother. And yeah, her people, her people. Exactly. And, you know, I'm like, dang, like, your daughter got to be a bitch. Your daughter got to be, you know, this, that, blah, 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 you know. And that shit. How do you do that time? Um, the earliest that I can remember being called out my name was, mm, I can only remember as far as back as fifth grade. And I was probably like, I don't even know. About, 12, like 11, 10, 11. 11, something like that. Um, but that's that's really young, you know, and I, that's that's some of the things I just will never forget. And you know, I try right. to forgive her for that, but it it just comes with time because you know it didn't just end there; it just continued over the years. And you know, dealing with um, you know physical abuse and whatnot from her, it was just like mm -hmm. like. What did I do that was so bad? Like I, I get good grades. I'm, I didn't end up pregnant, you know, and I, I'm a respectable kid. Like, why are you this way towards me? Just never understood it. And I mean, uh, like I say, people take out their failures on people, and like you said, she was going through her own little battles, and it's just people take out their things on people that's like not on their level i guess you can say like for instance a dude can get his ass ripped up at work because mm -hmm. he ain't got the balls to speak up to his boss this and third so then he come home and talk dirty to his wife so his wife is abused this and third and so she need an outlet so she might take it out on the kids it's pretty like the bully Nine times out of ten, you look at a bully, they always been bullied by somebody. Right. So it's this kind of the thing that we had to think think about, you know what I'm saying? It'd be hard to think about the other person's feelings in the in some cases, especially coming from your parent and she's that third. But mm -hmm. it's like a, a it's kind of like to get an understanding. I ain't saying to you gotta fuck with them, you gotta do that third, but to even gain an understanding, that makes it easier for you to forgive. You know what I'm saying? To have it understanding this shit. Yeah. But the thing is, like, how many times should I be forgiving you for the things that you be putting me through? You know what I'm saying? Well, well, forgiving is for you. You ain't forgiving for them. You're not, you know what I'm saying? The forgiveness for your your spirit, your to keep this shit off your conscience. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? Just because you forgive a motherfucker don't mean you gotta fuck with them. Like for me, uh, I don't fuck with my sister at all to this day. Mm -hmm. Because, it, like most people know, I decided to stay home. I was from, I, I moved back to Memphis in 2014. My plan was to move down to Tampa. 
I had all my shit lined up. And so what happened with that, long story short, she ended up going to jail. So I had to make a decision on, which my mama told me to go and move, but I was like, do I really want my mama to be a single mother again? And I was like, nah, I mean, I could just travel Southwest cheap, whatever. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. A flight, quick, a quick round trip flight to Tampa from Memphis. It's like $200. Probably not now because outside is expensive as fuck. But at the time, it was just $200. So I like, fuck it. I just travel. So I was doing that. And so it was just one time she on the phone. And the motherfucker just straight up told me because I wouldn't give her the money. I'm like, bro, your money that I got to spend is going to your kids. Like, I'm taking care of your kids. Right. And so she was like, that's why you just selfish and this, that, and the third, and all this, this, and that. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, then I, I just out of nowhere, she told me to eat, eat shit and dirt and die. I said, bro, say no more. We ain't got nothing to talk wow. And I ain't talked to her. In four years, she tried to write a couple of times. I read the bullshit. And she did this typical thing where she can never just take accountability to what the fuck she said or what she did. She even tried to deny the shit. I was like, bro, your daughter and our cousin was right there. You was on speakerphone. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no reason to lie about no shit like that. And so my mama tried to be like, well, you done said something. I said, mama, when have, when have you ever heard me? I done said some wild shit. I'm pretty sure you can imagine like how I talk. But back then, I used to say wild shit, but I ain't never wish death on nobody whatsoever. It's just certain things I don't play with. And so if I wish death upon you, I mean that shit. So and I told her, I said, when have I ever wished death on a person? She, she just shook her head like, exactly. So why should I continue to deal with her bullshit? All she gonna say is, we family, blood, dick in the water, then the third. And I had to tell her straight up. I was like, look, bro, that shit don't mean nothing to me because when a nigga really needed you, you wasn't there. Only time I hear from you is when you need something, when you want me to do something for you. Mm-hmm. But when I was fucked off, you know what I'm saying, couch surfing, it was never, hey, little bro, you know what I'm saying, come come stay on the couch with me or come stay with me. You got a room with me. It was none of that shit. It was just like, man, yeah. A whole bunch of other excuses that didn't matter at the time period. The motherfuckers going through shit. You ain't trying to hear excuses. You trying to hear solutions. So I just reached a point where I was done with that fuck shit. And so I don't feel guilty about not talking to her. It is what it is. I forgave her. I wish her well. And I hope whenever she do get out, because I don't know. I don't keep up the time. I got other shit to worry about. Like, I hope she get her act together for the sake of her kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I don't really I don't really have one no dealings with it. And, and sad to say that that might be an approach that you might have to take if your mother has that mentality back then now. Because it, it's only going to fuck up how you approach shit. Yeah, that's true. And, and we had an incident that actually occurred this year. And... I was like, I'm going to cut her off. I'm done, blah, blah, blah. And here I am again. Like, we, we still, you know, I wouldn't say we cool like that, but I'm still, like, giving her the time of day. I'm here for her, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And I'm like, why do I keep doing this to myself? Because I know that eventually it's going to happen again. But who knows? Maybe she'll change her ways, you know. Man, I think, honestly... You know what I'm saying? To be honest, you you still want that mother-daughter relationship. And I think you're urging for that. You know what I'm saying? That you might see you got homegirls that's cool with their moms. It's crazy. Like, I didn't have... I didn't know, like, 
kids be cool with their parents until like my ex. Like my family ain't just all that close, especially since my grandma had died. So mm-hmm. my grandma and granddad had died. So I didn't understand the concept of family until like my ex and shit. So you just still want that thing. You don't get me wrong. You can have that, but she also has to want that too. But want it, want it in a healthy way. A lot of folks, a lot of parents feel entitled to shit. Yeah. That's the problem. A lot of a lot of parents real entitled, you know what I'm saying, to respect this and the third, but they don't give it. You gotta give respect to get respect. And just because that that's your, you know what I'm saying, your kid, they didn't ask to be here. You did the fucking. Right. You know what I'm saying? You did the fucking. So how you how you putting your problems in them? It's just like that post I shared and motherfuckers was like, Yeah, uh kids need to pay uh pay bills. I'm like, for what? Like, that was your bills. Like, if your kid was not there, you still got to pay them bills. It's because they working. You be you could be setting them up for the future. Yeah, you worry about God. I said, bro, it's just poor vibes. Don't get me wrong. That's the only logical, that's the only logical thing I could think of to ask for your 14, 15 working part-time asking them for money for shit. Then you don't want to give them no say-so in the house, though. They can't do what the fuck they want to do, but they got to pay bills. Yeah, and, and, and that shit shouldn't even fly. I don't even understand the mentality behind that. I ain't trying to understand that shit. So, like, you got a kid, right? Yes. So how do you feel that the relationship with your mom and the dynamic with your grandparents affect your parenting? Um. So since I know what love is supposed to feel like and because you know my grandparents showed me that and um i know what also not to do i made it you know my responsibility because it is my responsibility either way but you know i make sure Mm -hmm. that my son has all the love that he needs i want to be that person that he can go to about anything he can talk to me about anything and i want him to feel the love and, and not just you know, oh, she, my mom, you know, takes care of me and she buys me this and buys me that. Like, no, I want him to know that, like, your mom really cares about you and your well-being. And it's even more um, important to me just for the simple fact that he has to, you know, take medicines and stuff like that because he has this rare condition. So, you know, mm-hmm. I just make sure I'm just super careful about everything. And sometimes I think that I'm, like, way too careful about things and overprotective about um overly protective about him um he this man can scrape his knee and i'm crying you know what i'm saying like yeah because i'm just like that's my baby and i gotta protect him and you know but that's one thing that i do is just i give him my all because i know that that's what i wanted from you know my parents and i I just don't want him to want for anything I don't want him to want for food, want for, you know, like I said, love or whatever, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. He gonna have it all. Regardless if you know, I got $10 in my pocket or a million, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a good positive thing. Uh, I don't be understanding how motherfuckers go through shit with their parents. Like how niggas grow without a father, then turn around and be like not a father. Like yeah. you even attempt to be a father. And their excuses, why so. didn't have that? Well, wouldn't you want the person that came from you to have what you didn't have? Yeah. Like, wouldn't that make sense? Yeah. 
it makes sense, but you know, everybody don't you know have sense and everybody don't have that that courage. That's why I don't like folks need to do better, you know what I'm saying, with their kids. Mm-hmm. Or just simply don't have fucking kids, bro. Exactly. You know, it ain't that hard to not have a kid. So since that's a positive outcome of it, what do you think is like a negative outcome to like maybe your relationships or friendships with women or whatever? Do you think you have any negative outcomes? Um, most definitely I do. Um, like I said, one thing about me is I'm always like looking for love. I'm a hopeless romantic. And Uh honestly, (laughs) I I don't like that side of me because I used to be super dumb for dudes and didn't matter like how wrong they did me. Like I'm going to be mad about it, but I'm going to get over it and we still going to be together. You know what I'm saying? And I always forgave and forgave too quickly. And you know, the same guilt tripping that I used to get from my mom was the same tactics that they used to keep me in that relationship with them. And I I should know better, you know, because like I said, I've seen this before, just not in a, you know, romantic relationship, but I've seen this before, but yet I continue to, you know, let that happen. And that, I guess that also goes back to like when you were saying, you know, if you didn't have a father, then why not be a father to your kid? You know, I, I don't I don't get why I, I allow things to happen to me. But, you know, I did. I've grown from that, though. And I do feel that I am um, getting stronger when it comes to that weak minded mentality. I am getting stronger at that. Mm-hmm. But that's like one of the biggest things is just being way too forgiving, way too nice, and I let people run over me. Yeah, <laughs> such thing as being too forgiving and too nice. Uh, I, I get what you're saying because, like, we all should, you know, um, show what is that? We we should all have the human decency to be, you know, nice to people because you know we should want to be nice. But right. uh-huh. sometimes you're so nice that you, like I said, you just allow things to happen that shouldn't happen because you were being too nice. Sometimes you do got to be, you know, a little, you know, aggressive when it comes to your heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, shouldn't nobody be stomping on that? The word you're looking for is having fucking boundaries. Like, yeah, it ain't. A thing about being too nice, people being nice to me, you got to be a pushover. You're right. What I mean, like, it's no, you know what I'm saying? It's no such thing as being too nice. What I'm saying is, like, what people got to understand is that saying no is not being mean. Being a pushover don't mean that means you're nice. They just mean you're a pushover. You know what I'm saying? And we tend to let people run over us because we're not trying to hurt their feelings. But it's not being nice. It's just you lack. You are nice, but you lack the other side. It's called balance. Everything we do is balanced, right? Right. Like we gotta have a balance to what we're doing. You know what I'm saying? When you don't feel like doing some shit, I'm like now nah, I don't feel like doing it, and folks just gotta respect that. That that's what it is. That's when true. We, we go through these relationships and shit, and shit happen. 
I'm the first person to tell anybody, man, shit gonna happen in relationships. It's just a matter of your tolerance level for different shit. Shit gonna happen. Everybody fuck up. Ain't nobody perfect. Everybody's flawed. You know what I'm saying? So people gonna fuck up in different ways. You know what I'm saying? For me, it's a matter of can you own up to your fuck up and we can move forward after that. But if you're trying to be manipulative and trying to, you know what I'm saying, pretty much get over, you know, we we can't, you know what I'm saying? Ain't shit we can talk about. So, like I said, you went through shit and our relationships went through shit. You know what I'm saying? You want to have a long relationship, you're going to deal with some, a certain level of bullshit. It just, like I said, you have to, you, you young, so you have to figure out what you can and can't deal with. There's another thing that we don't never think about. We allow a lot of our past traumas with dating in general, like affect us now. But it's like, well, you trying to figure out who the fuck you were and can deal with different people ain't you know what i'm saying different people bring out different results in people but also when you really look back when when you was 20 do you really feel like you can be in a committed relationship for real for real no because <laughs> i tried but there was just thing motherfucker told me to do but you know what i'm saying i wasn't ready to take on the responsibilities of a man this this relationship and shit so you just have to look back at the shit, like you know what I'm saying. You say you're hopeless romantic, but it's like, really, they push this shit on women a lot. But then they set y'all up for the set y'all up for a fail. <laughs> well, I watch <laughs> movies. The Notebook is like one of my favorites. So it's, it's a lot of y'all helpless favorites. But my thing <laughs> is, it don't it. It's like it's not realistic. Like it's. I like things that is realistic. I get the fantasy of it all, but a lot of people try to apply their fantasy bullshit to, you know what I'm saying, to real life. And it, it, it just ain't how it works. Everybody thinks they are the exception to the rule, and most people, most of us are just the rule. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? We all think that we can find some, just this, just, just magic thing, and like that ain't really how it works, honestly. But people don't like listening to me. So, you know, so it affected the way your your relationship with your mom affected how you parent. It had affected your way of dealing with relationships in the past. So what about friendships? Because I know a lot of time um, women had these problems with their mom. So they not really either they t- either they are not trusting of women at all or they become like I guess needy for friendships and so they tend to be real clingy to their friends and shit. Oh well I don't think that it's really affected my friendships. Um yeah I've I first of all I really don't have too too many friends so and the people that I click with we click really well. Um, mm-hmm. I've always been the type, you know, growing up only hanging with female, well, not females, with males, um, for the most part, but that's just because I'm, I'm a, you know, a sibling who has, what, three brothers. So mm-hmm. I'm, that's what I'm used to. But yeah, I don't think that it's affected my friendships at all. If it did, then... I don't know. I ain't I, noticed it. <laughs> I used to think that one. I used to think that one chick that was be with, with the dude. She was fucking. Mm-hmm. 
See, and everybody always think that too, because especially when I was in the military, everybody always thought that no. Most times we're not even interested in them. It, 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 they might be interested in us, but we not get. I mean, I feel you. As I, I'm older, I, I I can see that. But when I was young, I like for sure, especially <laughs> with my experiences. So it was just like, yeah, I can I can see her. You know, what I'm saying fucking one or two, of them, <laughs> or have or have fuck one or two. Of them. You know what? I ain't even gonna lie though. I've noticed that most of the guys that I've been um, in a relationship with, we did start out as friends though. Yeah. It, it normally be like that. I, I think people got to grow the fuck up and realize that sex ain't this magic mystery special thing that is like it's, it's sex is an activity. Mm. And like so you can meet a motherfucker, you know what I'm saying? You're attracted to him obviously because you now swap numbers. And you, you might fuck them, then you might realize probably like oh, it might be better with friends. Then you become friends. Like people just be acting yeah, like you can't be friends with a motherfucker because you fuck them. I'm like, nah, because a lot of times when you're genuinely friends, that 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 urge to want to fuck them is gone. Or if you just have like that level of uh sexual intelligence, you can fuck them and let it be what it be. But you they get somebody you can respect their boundaries. You know what I'm saying? So, but you know, I mean, people with this romantic thing feel like you, you date somebody. You, they, they'll they throw away the whole amazing bun they have with somebody because it didn't work out. But you can still be a friend. Yeah, that's true. Like, I feel that way, too. A lot of the people that I've um, dated in the past, literally all of us are still cool. Except for maybe one or two because they probably did some really, really foul shit. But other than that, yeah, it's different. Yeah. yeah, it's different. But you know what I'm saying? You ain't like, got to end in I, tragedy. Yeah, nah, I try to be cool with everybody. You know what I'm saying? Still, because you never know you might need somebody. And you never, you know what I'm saying? Just, I don't want to leave like no have no bad rotation, even though I end up having one anyway. But yeah, I, I don't even do foul shit. I just be honest. Mm-hmm. And people just don't like <laughs> honesty like they claim. A lot of people can't really swallow that, you know? Yeah, I mean, the deal, the deal with me, you have to. <laughs> Honestly, you just have to. Like, there's, there's no way around it. Like, you gotta be on that type of shit. Otherwise, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna, you ain't gonna miss with me. I'm the type of person is, is either you fuck with me or you don't. I, I'm not that. Oh, he's cool. Like, no, nah, if you like me, you don't. Right. And I accepted that shit. But no, you know what I'm saying. So. That's where we gotta get it, you know what I'm saying? Just get mature about shit. So I ain't gonna lie, that that toxic parenting is a it, it does strike a nerve for a lot of people. So what would you off your experience with your specific situation, what advice would you give for others who may be going through something similar? Or kind words. Hmm. Since you're still trying to figure it out yourself. Right. <laughs> uh, which we are, you know, we're, we're in a better space now. But um, one thing for sure is, like you said, you got to have boundaries when you're dealing with certain people. Because if you allow them to, you know, keep doing you wrong and mistreat you, 
they're only going to keep doing it because they're getting away with it. So you have to know um, when they're just doing too much, you just got to put your foot down. So you need to, you know, just make sure you're treating you well by not uh, like not taking certain shit, basically. Yeah. Because, yeah, if, if you're not good, then everything's fucked up. <laughs> Understood, understood. So, I said it's a good episode. We're going to end off on some wild questions. So, okay. Since you know what I'm saying. Let's see. Tell me about a time where you let a young man, I asked this on Facebook, and <laughs> let me see if you keep it funky. Tell me about a time you let a young man smash when you knew for a fact you was not as fresh as you can be. But you acted like it wasn't no open. Um. <laughs> look, so let me see. This was you didn't did it. This is most of these things happen in the military because I. Hey man, ain't no judgment here, cuz. <laughs> ain't no judgment. Uh, you got you got to put no no disclaimer on that shit. But uh. <laughs> Pretty much, um, I was messing with this one dude, and I low key still think about him to this day. But I know it's like I shouldn't because he ain't shit. But we had just got off of work. You broke their back. In. You said what? You broke their back. <laughs> but yeah, we just got off of work, and you know, working on the ship, you you get hot and sweaty. We have to go up and down many ladder wells, so. And you gotta take a mile to get to the car, or whatever. So we just got off of work, came to the house, and we had to. Um, we were going to this uh, movie night with our friends. This is before COVID happened, and oh, so it's fresh. Yeah, kinda last year. You mean kinda? It's fresh. It's fresh. <laughs> and. So we're trying to figure out because nobody knew that we was messing with each other. It was a, actually I take the back. People figured we were, but we ain't never said nothing about it. We just kept it on a hush. And so the same people that didn't know what we had going on was meeting meeting me at my house so that we could get ready to go to the movies. We were supposed to just chill for a minute at my house before we left. So I get to the house super late because of traffic or whatever, and it's getting close to the time that we, you know, got to be already dressed to get to my house. But I'm just like... Look, I got to get this out. Like, I've been feeding all fucking day because he been, we worked together. And he was getting on my damn nerves, you know, teasing me or whatever. So, I was just like, look, we need to hurry up and get this over with. So, that I ain't thinking about this the entire movie, bro. So, <laughs> we go ahead on, get to my house. Took forever to get there. And... You know, we go ahead and we start, you know, we just got straight to it because, you know, we had no time. And I was so pissed because literally, like, after just five minutes, they already pulled up in my house. And, yeah, but I already knew that I, but let me backtrack. I knew that I was a little musty, right? Because, <laughs> like I said, I've been working all day. I'm still in my working uniform. And it's hot in San Diego. 
So I already knew I was musty. I ain't had no time to freshen up. And I normally always make sure I take a shower or something before he even get there. But we had no time. But, you know, niggas don't be caring. So it is what it is. He was a little musty, too. But we, you know, made it made the shit happen. Let, 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 let the muddies, let the muddies, the musty body parts come together. <laughs> I feel you. All right, cool. So next question. I don't know if you're into threesomes or not, but how would you would like to be approached by how would you like to be approached for one? How would I want to be approached for a threesome? Yeah, for you to join a, a couple. Um, By the woman, by the dude, by both of them? Do you want to be courted like a lot of women want to be going out, winding down, or you want to get straight to it? Um, Honestly... I mean, I really don't have to do all the extra, like, you know, like the wine and dine or whatever. But, I mean, if anybody had wanted to, well, I mean, I've, I've already been through this shit. But most of the time, most of the time when these things happen, everybody already been drinking. Like, we already been out for a good minute. And nobody's planning this shit unless they planted it behind my back. You know what I'm saying? But ain't nobody really yeah. just... Like, hey, y'all, you know what? We should do this tonight. The shit just happens, you know. You just mm-hmm. get some liquid in your system. You get a little, little liquid courage, and it shit just <laughs> pops off. Like, yeah, liquid make it happen. Yeah, yeah, they make the liquid make it happen. All my, all my threesomes happen by accident. Besides two, you said by accident. Besides two, yeah, yeah it's just like. I mean, you know, you know what kind of person you are and what who they are. Most of the time, it's with people you know, in my opinion, you know. And, and like you said, if you can be friends, you can be friends and just, you know, keep it as that. Even if you include yeah. sex, it's just you know, y'all young, y'all having fun. That's all it is. Right. And let me think. One more question. I probably should wrote this shit down. Are you sitting here trying to come up with something? Yeah, I, I should have wrote. It. Normally, I have a lot of questions. You know what I'm saying, but I'm trying to trying to be a well rounded person, mm-hmm. so you don't so you don't have musty sex. I am screaming, and that that ain't even the first time. You had a little little musty sex. Coochie was a little tangy. It's oh, okay. Tangy, it tangy. Some people like a little tang. Yeah, they do. You know what I'm saying? If he ate the pussy, he got high blood pressure. <laughs> And you done threesomes, you ain't trying to you ain't trying to go through the whole wine and die. You just trying to put a lick in you <laughs> pop that pussy. You know what I'm saying? I'm screaming. Okay. Okay. Name two fantasies that you have. Or two things you got on your bucket list. Two things that I got on my bucket list. Fantasies. Hmm. Let me see. So, one thing. I've never, like, I'm not a, a part of the Mile High Club. I've always wanted to do that just because. You ain't trying to catch a fed charge. Huh? <laughs> you ain't trying to catch a fed charge. <laughs> Look, I'm not trying to catch no charges. But that is something. I mean, but they apparently they do have, like, um, this um, simulation type thing. And I forgot. I think they said Chicago. I can't remember where it's located, but. It's kind of like a simulation of like um, being on an airplane. I mean, mm-hmm. but I'm just like that's not the real thing though. But 
It's it ain't. It ain't count. <laughs> it don't count. I was like, well, let me see what that's about. Just because. Because I don't, I don't think that I even have like the the guts to even to do all of that. Because I'm, I'm real scary. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Oh man, I feel you. Everybody ain't got it in them. Hmm. What's another one? What else? I, I have a really slow acting brain. It, it takes me a while to like come up with things. It's cool, man. It's hmm. cool. Number two. So I was like. I'm I'm still the same girl. I'm really weird and I really hope actually I don't even want to say that on here. <laughs> Cause if we say that on here, I am not going uh with my name. Y'all gonna have to put this as anonymous. <laughs> because I mean just being real though. So I had this um this boyfriend and he his daddy was fine. And I don't know why, but I had always like fantasized like just me and his dad together. Like I don't know why, but so you wanted a daddy. I guess I did. (laughs) But they they don't know who they are, so it's fine. Exactly. You wanted them hoes for you. No wrong with it. Look, I ain't got time for nobody's mama to hate me. If you think it's you, it, it, your husband, it's not okay. It's somebody else. Uh, well, hey, Miss Miss P. <laughs> <laughs> Miss P, even though we, I don't say the name quite a few times. In this right. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, like that was that was one thing. You got your little wild street. That's, that's your thing. Is that, it, so is, do it have to be a daddy? You still got the two dudes on your junk? Uh no, I just wanted his daddy. Oh, just, just his daddy. daddy. Pretty much, <laughs> it, it, it's still in the air. You find your two two dudes at the same time. You ready for it? You got your liquid courage. You're good to go. But hey, for Miss P, thank you for sharing your testimony about your mom and letting us know how it affected you. I hope that somebody listens and they learn some shit. Also, thanks for being real. You know what I'm saying? Cause you know a lot of motherfuckers gonna sit here and lie like they always they always had six hundred. They they freshest. That's a lie. You know what I'm saying? To me, you know what I'm saying? That's a lie. It's been quite a few times. A nigga doesn't have to just power through. I'm weak. Power through the smell. <laughs> oh my gosh! See, I don't never want to be that musty to where you just like, damn, I gotta get through this. Like, no. Alright, it's straight back shots, man. None, none more, none less. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, this is what it is. But welcome back to the LFBR Podcast. Please share with your friends. Right now, let people man, know. No, subscribe. No. Uh, give, leave a rating. Just five stars only. Don't do no four stars. Don't be a halfway hater. Uh, and, you know, peace. <laughs>